The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola, our Consumer Ninja with us this evening. And it does happen from time to time that you get a call from a debt collector to say, um, excuse me, but you owe XYZ company this much money. And you go, oh, no, I don't. They say, oh, yes, you do. Uh, and then it gets very, very messy. You got a real case study for us this evening, as always, Wendy. I do, Bruce. And this is not a rare occurrence, unfortunately. The usual scenario I get is uh, people email me when they their cell phone number has somehow been attached to somebody else's debt. And then no matter how many times when they get harassed by the debt collector, no matter how many times they say, uh, they give them proof that actually they've never had the, a contract with said debt uh, credit provider, the harassment continues. Um, and so, yes, this case is um, involves a, um, a Vodacom debt. Um, and uh, <laughs> it was quite a big debt. So it was over 400000 So, yeah, a substantial debt. And what happened was um, it was uh, – the company, it was in a company's name with a certain director and a certain ID number that was attached to the director. So Mark, the, the person who complained to me, had never had this contract um, and he'd been harassed for it for two long years, nevertheless. Um, and what had happened was it was the same company name. Um, this company name, I'm going to call it Purple Rain because I don't want to get create even more drama. Um, that wasn't the company name. I'm just calling it that. Um my guy, the guy that came to me, Andrew, Andrew R., lives in Joburg, um, he had, had, had bought a shelf company with his name, Purple Rain, and he'd actually deregistered it um, more than eight years ago. But now suddenly, he's well, two years ago, he starts being hounded, not by one debt collector, but by several. It went on and on and on, and he kept saying, here's the CP. CIPC proof, I deregistered the company, here's my name, here's my ID number, they don't match the director you've got there, it is not me, can you go away please? And they wouldn't go away. And um, eventually, what actually prompted him to phone, uh, to email me about this was that he caught a debt collecting agent out in a lie, because he said, can you see in front of your screen, you must be able to see, why can't I, can't, why can't I get any of you people to see this? And he couldn't get Vodacom to see it either, by the way. Um, there isn't a match here. This isn't me. This was a company ID registered eight years ago. Come on, what is the problem? And she said, no, I can see in front of me, blah, 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 blah. And it turns out, um, I won't go into the details, but it turns out she was lying about that because she didn't actually have the contract or any of the paperwork or any of the history of the previous two years of harassment over the state in front of her. And that is the problem uh, here. Um, so nothing gets done about it. Nobody takes responsibility for fixing the error because it goes back too far and they don't have the notes on their system. The system is, is, is broken in this respect. And so the harassment keeps going on. And anyway, so I, um, took it up with Photocom. I said, it's unconscionable, obviously that an innocent person's peace of mind gets messed with by false accusations and, and demands of, to pay up. Uh, for years, possibly. Um, I said, you, the process from handover and beyond needs urgent looking at. And Andrew himself made the point of, um, you know, he says, my, the, my issue with, this, with the predatory nature from both Vodacom not removing a clearly incorrect claim and the debt collectors continuously har harassing me uh, and saying virtually anything on the phone to me that, you know, not backed up by any facts, 
is is this must be happening to the poorest of the poor as well who, def- who really are defenseless um and 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 what does it do to to, to their state of being to their you know to their peace etc cetera, etc cetera. um and of course the implications are are, are you know more dire in terms of uh, adverse listings on credit bureaus and everything else anyway um and he felt it was just bullying so i said to vodacom you know what's what's going on here and um the response was we would like to apologize to (laughs) the man i called andrew r for what he's had to endure over a two-year period this is unacceptable and we will make sure that our processes are tightened to avoid something like this from happening again the debt on the account which we handed over for collection was accrued by the previous owner i'd be i'd assumed it was someone who who created took a, you know a, a, another purple rain company after andrew had um deregistered his but no it was before it was the previous owner of the shelf company bought by andrew we have since sent a request to collection agencies to halt all collections pertaining to this account with an instruction to refrain from contacting andrew R, we apologize once again for the inconvenience this has caused. Did answer all my questions as to there's something wrong with this process. Also, why it took me to get involved to sort out this harassment of two years standing, um, where he'd been protesting himself all along and to call off the debt collectors. And and it's just, I don't know about you, but this worries me a lot. No, it, it certainly does, Wendy. I mean, it's it's just this, again, it goes beyond mistaken identity. And it's, it's, it's your time, it's your stress, and you're required to prove that it's not you. Um, and I don't know if there's yes. sufficient onus on the person who is demanding the money to prove that you owe the money, other than to say, but you owe the money, but you owe the money. But you owe the money. Eventually, because, some people probably yes. just pay the money to make the people go away. Well, it's it's a broken telephone system, um, clearly, because um, the notes aren't being passed along. I had an interesting conversation with Marius Juncker, who's CEO of the of ADRA, the Association of Debt Recovery Agents, and and he said he, he took me through the code and uh, and their code of conduct and said this is definitely you know if you say it's mistaken identity, they need to cease the the collection process and investigate it and whatever. But he said um, that the credit providers have panels of debt recovery firms and they are rated according to the recovery rates, right? So if one doesn't perform, they give it to another. And often, in most cases, the history of the matter doesn't get passed on. So the new company doesn't have, you know, a, hist- a history of the fact that Andrew R. said on this date two years ago, this isn't me, it's I deregistered my company, look, uh, this is my ID. This is my name. Yeah. It doesn't match with the directors you have in your system. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So they just get that you know a cell phone number, company name, and they go for it, and 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 on and on it goes. And so that you know will make a lot of sense to a lot of people who might be in this situation. And I also got a quote, uh, a comment from I went uh, to um, the Council for De- Debt Collectors, and um, so they enforce the Debt Collectors Act. And their legal and compliance manager, advocate Joseph Macondo, said to me, if a customer disputes a debt that is not his or hers on sufficient grounds, a mandated registered debt collector is expected to place the said account on hold and to cease collections on the account. Then they must refer the matter back to their client, either the service provider or the credit provider, for further instructions and investigations. A debt collector has a legal duty 
uh, when attempting to collect a debt to treat customers fairly. In terms of the code of conduct relating to debt collectors as provided for in the Debt Collectors Act, it is not proper for a debt collector to continue with collections on a disputed debt with a credit provider or service provider, having been made aware of this fact by the consumer that is could be tantamount to improper conduct. But all that didn't help. Andrews, he should possibly have raised a complaint with the Council for Debt Collectors. Yes, um, yeah, here's the problem. Yeah. I mean, you, you you get a call from one of these people, and they are generally very nice, um, but can be a bit bullshy and can get very threaty. They and, mostly are a bit bullshy. That's the sort of general sort of tone. Yeah, and and then they get sort of very legalistic. And if you're not, you know, got your wits about you, um, you can be easily intimidated by threats of legal action and further interest and um, you know, you're you being sort of put onto um, blacklists and all sorts of stuff. And I think a, a lot of people are easily bullied by the ineptitude of the, of the process sometimes. Absolutely. The thing to know, because I, we've got to go to news, I know, but the thing to know, whether it's your debt or not, is that you have the right, whatever debt has been claimed from you, to a, a statement of the amount owed and how it was calculated. So they can't just demand, demand, demand without backing it up. Anytime anyone asks you for money, they need to prove how that amount was arrived at. So always, always, even if it's legitimate debt, ask for the statement, ask for the paperwork, and you are legally entitled to it. Does the paperwork have to make sense? Because I've been down this avenue before with paperwork that made. Anyway, (laughs) let's not go there. Wendy Nola, thank you very much indeed. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja. Uh, She is with us every Wednesday night. Yeah, don't, don't get bullied. Don't allow yourself to be bullied. If you don't owe the money, don't pay the debt. If you do owe the money, settle the debt. It's your obligation to do it.